0: My name is Lee, and you're listening to All Things Queer, and right now we are going to talk about, as the rest of the country is, the Religious Discrimination Bill. Yesterday, this week, the Morrison government announced some changes to their contentious Religious Discrimination Bill after announcing in November the first draft would be reconsidered. LGBTIQ advocates have been concerned about the bill since its inception, and these changes have raised new worries that the legislation will provide more avenues for discrimination against queer folks. Veteran activist and Just Equal spokesperson Rodney Croom joins us today to share some of those concerns. Hello, Rodney.
1: Hi, thanks for having me on.
0: Thank you for joining us today. Um, so there's been about 11 key changes that, that's been counted in these uh, changes to the Religious Discrimination Bill. Uh, what should the LGBTIQ plus community be concerned about with these changes?
1: Um, you're right. There are eleven or so changes, but there are three key key areas of change that are of most concern, I think, to LGBTIQ plus people. Um, the first and the most serious is that the government has extended the range of faith linked organisations uh, that will be permitted to discriminate uh, on the grounds of religion, uh, which will, as many LGBTIQ plus people understand, uh, potentially open up the avenue. Uh, for discrimination against uh, us on the basis that uh, that we're not seen as conforming to traditional religious values. Um, these organisations include uh, hospitals, aged care facilities, uh, homelessness shelters. Um, they will be permitted to discriminate uh, in employment
2: mm-hmm.
1: on the grounds of religion. Um, and uh, reception centres, conference centres, camps will be permitted to discriminate on the grounds of employment and also the grounds of uh, the provision of services so they'll be able to turn people away from from the services they provide even though the services they provide are commercial hmm. uh, so we're not just talking about services that they provide uh, to religious communities pro bono we're talking about services that are commercial in nature uh, that are there to make a profit um, they will be able to discriminate um, and that's particularly concerning, of course, because not only does it mean that uh, LGBTIQ people will be denied services um, and employment opportunities, uh, but it sets a precedent for discrimination um, in other uh, commercial settings as well. Not only where you have a, a service like a conference centre that's owned by a church, but, uh, but a conference centre or a camp or whatever it might be that is um, owned and managed by someone, by individuals who have a religious faith. Um, And so we're really moving into new territory here uh, where um, uh, it sets a precedent for businesses being allowed to discriminate in the future. Mm. So that's really the major area uh, of concern from our point of view. Um, The government has said that it's uh, tightened up uh, its provisions in the bill allowing for health practitioners to conscientiously object to treating um, uh, particular people who um, the health care practitioners find uh, objectionable, for, uh, objectionable for religious reasons. The government has said that it's tightened that up by reducing the number of professions uh, where that conscientious objection applies. Um, previously, it was across the board, so it included optometrists and. In, Podiatrists, for goodness sake, I'm not sure what uh, religious objection they could possibly have to prescribing people classes mm. um, or treating their feet. Um, uh, so the list is tightened up, uh, but but uh, uh, and now it is uh, restricted to doctors, nurses, psychologists, psychiatrists, and, and pharmacists. Mm. Um, it's also tightened up in the sense that uh, um, healthcare practitioners will no longer be able to object to. To treating someone because of who they are a particular uh, type of person that the objection would, would need to be restricted to a particular type of procedure mm. so like I said the government says this is an improvement from our point of view and maybe some people think it is but I, to be frank I don't think it is really yeah. much of a change because the discrimination that LGBTIQ plus people experience in healthcare um, are going to, is going to continue to be in that core group of professions that are still allowed to discriminate psychologists doctors nurses uh, pharmacists
2: hmm. um,
1: and it uh, for, for many people um, it's the procedures uh, that uh, are really important um, if we're talking for instance about uh, transgender and gender diverse people who are seeking uh, procedures related to their identity then there's you know a very very um, uh there, there's not a huge distinction between the person and the procedure hmm. um uh if that is really intrinsic to who they are to get that particular procedure um, then um uh really it won't make any difference to them of what the government's proposing discrimination will still be permissible uh and they will still experience that discrimination
0: yeah and um, there were and it's a, sorry go
1: ahead so 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 that's
0: that's, that's
1: another area where the government says it has been an improvement that there isn't really an improvement. Yeah. And I'll just briefly mention the third point, which is that um, uh, now uh, in terms of the religious doctrine that organisations and individuals are allowed to discriminate on the basis of, the definition of religious doctrine has been expanded to become basically self-defining. So anyone who's accused of discrimination on the grounds of religious doctrine can now basically define for themselves what that doctrine is. And so any prejudice and bigotry can masquerade as as a religious value.
0: And you mentioned the government says they feel they've improved on this. Now, there were reportedly approximately 6,000 written submissions on this, and the Prime Minister and the Attorney-General said they were listening to those who were concerned. Is there any evidence they're listening to the LGBTIQ plus community?
1: No evidence whatsoever. Mm. There's no evidence in this bill that they've taken any of our concerns on board. Mm Mm-hmm. uh, LGBTIQ plus people were, were involved in the consultations. Uh, I was in a consultation myself with the Attorney General mm-hmm. um, but uh, uh, the concerns that we've got about the bill stand. Uh, the improvements are tinkering um, uh, from our point of view uh, the, the, the problems with the bill remain. Uh, the government's not listening um, it only really seems to be listening to the churches mm-hmm. um, and uh, so the bill is a is this, the this second iteration of the bill is a deep disappointment.
0: Mm. Now, uh, St Vincent de Paul today came out and said that they didn't want to be used, as an example, by the Prime Minister and they wouldn't want to use these laws if they were passed. What do you think that means for this debate?
1: Um, well, uh, that's an important development, uh, having Vinnie say that uh, it doesn't want uh, the right to discriminate um, because it is one of the most identifiable Religious charities in Australia, probably the most identifiable. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: and uh, hopefully that will set a precedent for other uh, faith linked organisations, not only charities but uh, hospitals, schools, um, and shelters, to to come out and say, yes, we're like Vinnie's, we don't want this kind of right to discriminate. Uh, it's not who we are anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, if that doesn't stop the government, it may at least send a message to the opposition and to the Senate. Um, that uh, that the religious community isn't united behind this bill.
0: Mm. And uh, something that remains unchanged in this bill, uh, the government had promised uh, that this bill would not undermine state laws and your home state of Tasmania has some of the strongest anti-discrimination protections uh, in the world. Uh, does this bill come anywhere near keeping that promise?
1: No, not at all. Mm. Um, the government, when the government says that it's not undermining existing anti-discrimination laws, including at a state level, it's just lying. Mm. It's there in black and white in section 42 of this bill. Um, uh, it says that the Tasmanian uh, Anti-Discrimination Act will be overridden. Mm. I mean, it says, it says straight out that uh, this act will limit the operation of our state act. Um in particular section 17 of the tasmanian act which prohibits humiliating intimidating and offensive conduct um uh, will be overridden uh if that conduct is in the name of religion uh, so yeah it's a very specific override there and there's a deep concern about that in tasmania mm. not only from lgbtiq people but um other groups as well the majority of complaints under that section. Uh, including complaints about uh, uh, humiliating and intimidating religious conduct, come from people with disabilities. Hmm. Uh, the second largest group of complainants are people from racial and religious groups. Uh, and then the next group are LGBTI people. So um, there's, uh, you know, there's a range of disadvantaged communities in Tasmania who are very concerned about this override um, and uh, deeply dis- very disappointed that the government hasn't taken on any of that. Hmm. I was quite frustrated listening to the press conference yesterday about this bill from uh, Christian Porter and Scott Morrison they kept framing it as an issue of uh, God, uh, the gays versus God mm. um, uh, uh religion and LGBTI and it's not, there are these other groups who are even more affected potentially by uh, the weakening of the existing anti-discrimination laws including like I said people with disability and the government refuses to acknowledge that Christian Porter heard that firsthand. He sat across the table from people with disability in Tasmania who said, who outlined to him what the situation was in our state and how people with disability have the most to lose. Mm. But clearly, he doesn't care.
0: Yeah, Rodney Croom, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts today and for your time. I really appreciate it.
1: No worries, thank you.
0: Rodney Croom, there from Just Equal, talking about the religious discrimination bill, uh, and you can find more about Just Equal online.